know that there is something magical inside of you, but you don't know how to uncover it? The Heart Sing Podcast is dedicated to just that, helping you put yourself first and figure out what lights you up. I'm your host, Addie B, aka Slayer of Namaslayer, and through my journey of losing nearly 100 pounds, uncovering the magic of my soul, and building the life of my dreams, I'm leaving no stone unturned in the process of self-discovery. And I'm here to share it all with you. So let's get started. Welcome to the Heart Sing Podcast, coming at you live from the Adventure RV in Eureka, California, on my way up to Oregon until November. And I am here with my oldest daughter, Minnie Slayer. When she asked what I was doing the podcast about today, I told her it was going to be about learning and how important it is on your way to goal. So after I told her this, she bobbed her cute little head up and down and said, yep, this is why it's so important to be on the right side of TikTok. I said, yeah, it's really easy to get a newsfeed full of stuff that stresses you out. Many then said, said something brilliant, and therefore you are getting this play-by-play of a conversation. She said, well, that's just the algorithm showing you what you've been looking at. Your podcast should be about that. How about creating your own algorithm? What do you want it to look like? By God, not only do I seek my genius, apparently I breed geniuses too. (laughs) She'll love that, I'm sure. Of course, then we had to look up what algorithm really meant because we throw it around like we know what it means. But do we really? So here's the definition for you. An algorithm is a process or set of rules to be followed in calculations or other problem-solving operations. How cool is that? a process to be followed in problem-solving operations. Isn't every goal just a problem to be solved? Yeah, now we're talking. So if you've been following along on the podcast here, you know this is full of ways you can really create your own algorithm toward your goal, towards solving that big problem you've been working toward, dreaming big, working on your future self, a lot on habits and so much more. All of these actions helping us grow and actually transform our lives. If you've just joined us on this episode, don't worry, you can hop in right here and you can go back on a binge later. Now you are putting these things in a process to where you're giving daily attention to planning, dreaming, envisioning your future, finding heart sing, meditating, magic pages, self-reflection, caring for your body inside and out, all the things, so many things, right? But one baby step at a time. And in the end, not taking as much time as you think, and you have yourself an algorithm for change. Today, we're going to talk about one aspect of this personal algorithm that greatly affects the others and has algorithms of its own. What you are consuming, what you are putting in your brain on a daily basis. Take inventory today of your emails, your newsfeed, your podcast lips, your apps. We're going to dig in and create your own algorithm. And I'll give you some of those action points at the end of this podcast. 
not not enticed yet? Or does it seem like it might be a fun listen, but maybe not wetting your whistle or might seem like a waste of time to actually do these things? On the contrary, in my own experience and that of many of those I lead, I've seen this be a game changer over and over again. So listen up on this episode, you guys. What you learn on a daily basis is so important. It's so important to me. I made it an area of focus in the Me First Guide, the planner I created, and it has very few habits hard inked in so that we can customize the little habit stacking area. But learning made it on this list of those inked in habits right up there with meditation and vision work. What are you consuming? Thinking about this on a daily basis is very important. And how much of what you can are consuming while you're looking at that in what you're putting in your brain feeds your goal, helps you move to your goal. And let's talk a little bit about why this is so important. Think about your brain, this brilliant machine we are gifted with that has set us up to keep us safe, fed, and reproducing, right? Having sex, yeah. Anyhow, reacting to all of those five senses, right? It takes what inputs we give it and gets to work. It looks to give us, you know, what gives us rewards, (laughs) like the wine and brownies, of course. These things we've created that man's created to give us quick rewards, to make us feel good really quickly. Your brain is like, oh, yeah, that makes me feel good. And your Neanderthal brain, that one that wants to keep you safe, files it away and makes this quick neural pathway for you to get more of that. What input are you putting in your eyes and your ears that go to your brain? When you watch TV or read books that you get invested in these characters and you get dopamine hits from watching, right? From watching these shows, you're actually getting these rewards to your brain. And again, your brain is filing this away as feeling good. And we should do more of that. Do you necessarily get a dopamine hit from learning about gut health? You might, depending on who you watch or what you listen to. But let's just say on the dope chart of listening to some gossip show or some fun talk about nothing and learning about your gut health, maybe it's a little bit lower on the reward scale and not as important in our Neanderthal brain. So to sum up reason number one, that intentional learning and inputs need to be at the top of your personal goal algorithm. If your primitive brain is left on its own and you don't get intentional with what you're consuming, most likely your algorithm is jacked up and you're being driven by those wild horses, those five senses that are not in control and they're running the show with little to no guidance. Another note on the brain and then I'll get on to the fun stuff. We like to think we're multitaskers. We totally do, right? We all think we are. But think about it. You have one thought at a time. When we teach meditation, we talk about this gap between the thoughts as Deepak Chopra teaches us, that each thought has a space between it, but they are all separate. All your thoughts are separate. So they have this gap in there. And as we meditate, we slip into the space between the thoughts. This is that field of infinite possibilities of pure potentiality where we return to who we truly are. And, you know, we create some magic. 
I mention this here because as we start to widen this gap through the practice of stillness and greater awareness, and we begin to exist with more conscious awareness of our power to choose our thoughts, to become the masters of our minds, to truly hold these reins to our horses, those five senses that we've let run wild, feeding in a frenzy on all the media, food, constant input, input, input that our world has to offer. We can still the mind. We can create the space between our thoughts where we also realize we are the observer of the thoughts. Then we can really affect change. This point also illustrates that as we think we are multitaskers, we can really only think about one thing at a time. Yes, we have 60 to 80,000 thoughts a day, but they do not happen simultaneously. They're independent of one another. To sum up point two on our reasons to prioritize your intentional learning and inputs, while you have many, many thoughts, only 90% of these are conscious. The rest are habitual. And for us to take advantage of this heightened awareness, the space between our thoughts, these moments where we can make different decisions, don't we want the best thoughts available? Don't we want to be in the best mindset we can be in as much of the time as we can to make the best choices? Of course we do. How the hell do we do that, right, Slayer? Sounds like a tall order. I know, I know, but bear with me because I promise you it's easier than you think. Don't give up on me now. You can still have fun. Remember, baby steps, baby step. Let's start here. If you want to increase your awareness around the choices you are making about your goal and to stay focused on that goal, wouldn't it make sense that we create as many of these thoughts around this goal as possible? And if not directly on the goal itself, then don't we want to keep our mindset in a positive space at least so we can produce positive energy and get results to bring us more peace, joy, happiness, and love. So what do we do? Let's use weight loss as a goal example, since a lot of us have spent a lifetime dabbling in this, and perhaps you're on this train right now. We start to look for these things in our paths that interest us on this journey that might lead to the next thing or that next breadcrumb or aha we uncover. If you feel stuck in the process of getting to your goal or not as excited about it, adjusting what you're consuming may be just the thing you need to shake it up or wake it up. I've seen this over and over again. The young Jedi, in fact, was just commenting the other day how much more in alignment with her goals she feels because she started planning out her podcasts again she was going to listen to for the week. This part of the process we've laid out in the sisterhood and is part of the pro- our guide me first guide planner process, but one that sometimes we forget the importance of and it might get pushed to the wayside when we get busy and then it's gone and then we put it back in and we're like, oh boy, was I missing that, that quick, I already know what I'm listening to. I'm already focused on this goal. I'm getting it. The results of the young Jedi planning her learning again another two pounds shaved off the scale. I see this with myself all the time. For example, right now I'm really focused on writing the book. So for those of you just joining us, this is the year I'm writing the book I've always dreamt about and I've been talking about in the podcast, sharing with you how I'm going to create this, making this happen. It's going to be about my transformation, about this journey, a lot of the things I've learned, but my innermost 
thoughts and details as I was going through the process. I've also decided, typical Addie style, that I don't want to just pump out an ebook, which I could sit down and do in a week, I'm sure, but I want to write. I want to be a real writer. And to me, this means a book, like one I can touch and get published, the whole nine yards. And yes, I'm aware I may fail. And in fact, I'm looking forward to what I will fail on so I can get better for the next book I write. I've always dreamt about being a best-selling author, and now I'm taking all of these tools I've used in my weight loss journey and that I used in making the leap to entrepreneurship from corporate America, and I'm applying them to this. I felt the shift happen last month with the book in my goal. When this happens, it inevitably takes up more brain space just thinking about it, and then I start putting more knowledge in my head, of course. As I'm writing and talking more about the book goal, I'm also also shifting some of my learning toward this goal. So I know from past experience, the trick for me is to balance this with my food is fuel journey while I travel and continue to lead the women I do at Namaslayer and do all the other roles in my life, right? So this takes dedication to many things and learning is key. When I see my food start to slip a bit or the scale go up, I'll put a podcast on related to my gut health or whatever I'm into learning about my health in that moment. I say this because depending on where you're at in your journey, you might be more interested in learning about the mindset about weight loss or your body itself or the food. It'll just depend. It's going to vary. My weight loss algorithm, when I first started, varied greatly from what it is now, and so did my podcast algorithm. Like That lineup for me has changed with each step of my journey. For example, at the beginning of my quest, I binged Corinne Crabtree from Losing 100 Pounds with Corinne. Love her. She was so key to have in my ear as I shaved off those first 35 and many after. Then I added in Rachel Hart from Take a Break of, from Drinking. Around that point, I took off another 30 as I tackled that habit of unwinding with the wine. Then I'd binge Brooke Castile from the Life Coach School podcast and really like work those mindset tools in with all of this. I even bought additional memberships from all of these teachers on my journey, and I'm so grateful for each of them always. I put in my ear what I need to hear and I move toward that goal I want. It's key, you guys. When I wanted to make a podcast, I added in podcasts about podcasting. When I wanted to learn more about marketing in my online business, I listened to podcasts on that. Sometimes I did all of this together depending on what else I had going on. What is in your ear? I mean, of course me. (laughs) But what else is in there? Is it moving you toward your goal? What are you focusing on doing? Are you writing a book, building a business? What are you learning? What are you here to create? Now, when I want to focus on my health, I listen to Bulletproof Radio podcasts with Dave Asprey, maybe some Dr. Jason Fung or an Audible book or Gut Health or YouTube video. I just did a recent Food is Fuel episode with a reference to a few of those, like on my knowledge part of my algorithm of my health. When I need some mindset work, I listen to some of those coaching podcasts I mentioned or audible books and (laughs) sometimes myself now. I'm like, oh yeah, I have a podcast on that. I was just telling Minnie Slayer this earlier. I'm like, sometimes I listen to myself. I can't even believe that. I kind of feel like when I've 
seen a movie, I'm I'm done with it. I don't go back. And I thought kind of thought the podcast would be like that. And I'm like, find myself going back and learning. And that's, that's probably the most surprising thing to me about this process has been learning from myself. Isn't that exactly what we should do with the past too? <laughs> Funny, huh? I'm really working to balance some of the food focus right now as I'm also learning how to write a book and I'm sort of vacationing, but I sure can't eat like vacation because let's face it, I've designed my life to be a vacation. So I decided vacation for me looks more like a spa than a party fest. It's more zen. It's like meditation, hiking, writing, earth, healthy foods, joy. This is again, intentional. Just like learning to create a life like this is, it's done with living intentional, not just allowing life to happen to me. However you want that life to look. You want to do this just like you don't want to let your learning or your inputs to your brain just happen. For the book, I've been watching for the universe and my breadcrumbs on this path. I have set up time to write the book in Oregon through October, so I've been using this time right now as I'm moving toward that to lay the foundation and shift some of my focus to writing the book and my time throughout the day. The universe sent a few books my way, one from my uncle a while ago, and in this book, I learned about the power of the outline, and as I started to do that, I realized I wanted to have a common thread, like a story thread through this book. I wanted to inspire you to action. I really want to know how to do that at, from a writer, writing standpoint. I want you to feel my pain, but you not get depressed reading it. I want this book to light you up like so many of you have told me hearing my story on this podcast has done. I want my voice here to translate to the page and it to be a page turner. I've decided to tackle this goal just like the weight loss goal, and I'm going to step away from perfect. It doesn't have to be that, but I also want to have a foundation built as I head into the process, not just sit and write a book. Along came two books, and I'm almost done with one right now called The Heroine's Journey. It's so good, you guys. I'm loving it and the author. She's funny, witty, and so informative. I'm getting inspired to write the book from this viewpoint of the heroine's viewpoint, which incidentally doesn't have anything to do with being male or female. I'm learning so much in this book. There are male heroines too, and there's female heroes. Of course, we are aware of that. Wonder Woman being a great example. I'll do a podcast actually on heroes and heroines someday because it's really fascinating as we look at our own journey and our life story and how we're playing out our quest. But what you need to know here is this. I am actively pursuing my goal through learning, but I've also set deadlines for myself. I've set up accountability with you, my listeners. I'm already getting messages. I can't wait to read your book. I'm writing this book. It will happen. We will make it a best-selling book, and I'll be sitting on Oprah's couch. The timeline is set, as my guides would say. Here's what I want you to know about this, about building the learning into your algorithm. Yes, the learning is so important because, as Abraham tells us, we're growth-seeking beings, and it keeps us focused on our goal on top of it. But beware of this, the learning trap. Here's the thing. We can also self-help ourselves into a tailspin to where we don't take action. We just consume, consume, consume. 
Liz, who just joined our Me First group, she calls this shelf help. And I just think that's genius. I love it because all the self-help just sits up on the shelf. We consume it and it sits there and we don't know what to do with it. We don't take action on it. We think we won't ever know enough either to share, teach, do the thing, create whatever it is, because there's always something more to learn. So we just keep consuming, consuming, consuming. Do not fall into this trap. You must try the things. You must put your pen to the paper. You must put the paint on the brush. Strap on the ballet slippers. You must try to sit through food edges. You must do the exercises in the books, the podcasts, whatever you're consuming. You must make the recipe. You must actually shop for the foods on your gut health superfoods list. You can't just get the test. You have to actually do it to make changes. Yes, I'm talking to you. Action, action, action. Action must accompany the learning at some point. If you ride around from one consumption to the next and never take action on what you learn, then you'll stay stagnant, which actually moves you backwards because the rest of the world is moving. You may say here, well, I just don't have time to write a book, to make a recipe, to create a new meal plan from my foods list. And I ask you this, what smoke are you blowing up where? Remember, you create time. If you say to yourself, you don't have time, stop yourself, take a look, get honest, and just say you're not making time. It's not that important to you is what you're saying. Anytime you say you don't have time, you are saying it's not that important. So if you ever tell me you don't have time to do one of my things, don't use that as one of your reasons. Because <laughs> when you say that to me, to me, that is just saying it's not that important to you. And I didn't do a good job at making it important. So think about that. What are you saying is important in your world? Are you saying you are important enough? What you're putting in your ear is important enough? Does the goal matter enough? Give me five minutes with you and I'll find hours you can use to move toward your goal and you don't even need that much time. If your first action is to pick up your phone in the morning, I can find you 30 minutes in a less than a minute with you, I bet. (laughs) That'll be an interesting test. Think about it. And you guys all know this, but have you ever sat down to quantify it or looked on one of those apps? How much time are you spending on scrolling social media? Do you spend watching Netflix at night or reading a book? And you might say you don't want to give those things up. And I say, great. And then I also say, I get you, but let's talk about this. How important is your goal to you? Maybe you care more about what happens on the next episode of your current binge than you do about the scale or your health or that book you want to write. That is the truth. So just do yourself a favor and just be honest about it so you can start from that place. Instead of saying you don't have time, stay instead of making a food list, I'm going to scroll Facebook because that's much more fun. (laughs) These don't have to be huge actions. You don't have to give up other stuff altogether. You're just training your brain here because of course your brain wants you to just have some wine and watch Netflix all day. You had a hard day. How you deserve it. How often do you hear your brain say you deserve something? That's another one of those red flags, the time and the deserve word. But what does your soul want? What does that observer want you to be still enough to hear? What doors does the universe want you to walk through? Do you think these things are in that Netflix binge you're in? They might be. You might be getting inspired, but maybe not. 
Have you tailored your algorithm enough that you can be assured the universe can speak to you through Facebook and Google too? What do you think? Small little baby steps will move you forward. It doesn't have to be huge. It can be as simple as a page in a book. This is what I'm doing with the heroine's journey book. I'm reading this at night before bed and I've committed to a page. Each night I learn something new about storytelling from this viewpoint that I didn't know and it's stoking my fire to write this book. I'm getting excited. I feel that burn of excitement in my stomach as it's taken shape. Sometimes I fall asleep after I read one page and other nights I read chapters, but I'm showing up, moving to my daily goals. I learn and I'm enjoying it. Do I get huge dopamine hits? No, but I'm enjoying myself. I will put the writing in action on my plans at the end of September because it's in my calendar to do it then. And by planning ahead of time like this, this action helps me get out of overwhelm because it's not hanging out there in my brain. Oh, I need to write the book, need to write the book. It's on the calendar for when I'm going to address that to get it done. And this way, I also know it'll happen. I'm taking action in that moment. And then I'm going to take some more action when I get to that part of my calendar and I'll move forward. Meanwhile, I'm seeing what the universe delivers and I'm working that into my learning. I love using this example of when I was corporate Addy and working on building my business Namaslayer Slayer back in uh, 2019, 2018, I think. I wanted this so badly. I wanted to help others and I wanted the freedom of this lifestyle. I created time everywhere, but I also kept a lot of self-help podcasts, life coaching type things in my ear to help me not give up, not just throw in the towel, but step into my fear to keep moving forward that I could do this. I could do it. This is why I think learning and what you're listening to is so important. Inspiration can come in the funniest of places, but so can self-doubt. That self-doubt can hit while you're scrolling your newsfeed and you might not even know why. And all of a sudden you're like, see, I'm never going to lose weight. I might as well just go eat that ice cream. (laughs) You're like, okay, where'd that come from? But you're eating, you're like face down in the ice cream before you even know it. So back to corporate Addy and those small actions. Some days all I could do was Google how to create a website and find a video to watch for the next day while literally I was in the bathroom. And yes, that happens several times. Each day with one little action, I was moving toward my goal. Another time I Googled how to become a full-time RVer and I found a lady on YouTube that I followed. I didn't even watch her for a long time, but I've just found her and I marked her to go back and start learning when I was ready and when I created time for that. So let's leave you with some action items for your own personal algorithm so you can create some greatness. But first, I want to share with you an excerpt from Robin Sharma's 5am club here. I love this book on Audible, but also have it in hardback and I'll link it below for you. Talking here in the book about tactics of being a lifelong genius. And if you have this book at home, this is on page 260, tactic number 10, the 60 minute student. He says, the insight here is the more you know, the better you will do. Legendary leaders all have boundless curiosity and limitless appetite to grow in their greatest selves. And education truly is inoculation against disruption. Peak producers are lifetime learners. Be one of the formidable few who reclaim their heroism, cultivate their craft, and materialize their genius by getting back to being a world-class student. 
this, 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 you guys is so good. Like we can never stop being students, right? Like we always want to keep learning and growing. And this just makes us more and more exceptional. I really think this is part of what put me in that ball of misery was I had stopped really being a student, a student of things I was curious about. I was a student about things I had to do for work, but not really about things I just wanted to learn about. So how to implement this? He tells us for st- to study. Do whatever it takes to fireproof your commitment to relentless growth. Learning daily will raise your acumen, deepen your wisdom, and incite a blazing fire that stokes your grandeur. You'll become a weighty thinker and an outright superstar. Specific tactics for your 60 minutes include reading every good book you can get your hands on, reviewing your journal notes, working through an online program, talking with a mentor, and watching your skill-building videos. Well, I for sure want to be a world-class genius, but I'm going to talk about this from more of an algorithm, personal algorithm for us, based on things we kind of like use in our everyday life right now. Now that we have even more inspiration to make our learning more intentional, regardless of our goal, and to actually help us focus on many goals at once, right? We can, we can learn multiple things at one time, but we really want to focus on that main goal. But I will often listen to things that support my secondary goals as well. Like abundance has been a secondary goal. And I do my sessions with Renee or I'll listen to podcasts on abundance, things like that. But I always keep in mind that primary goal is the main focus. So first up, let's clean up our news feeds. We're going to tell those other algorithms within our own personal algorithm what we want to see when we're on these apps. Unfollow people and posts that don't make us feel good. They won't even know. If it brings you negative energy or gets you fired up in a negative way, it's not helping you get to your goal. I don't care if it's around the topic of your goal or not. Unfollow them. Get them out of your newsfeed. Search for things that do fire you up for groups that might support you moving toward your goal. Follow people that make you feel good. Comment on their things so you see more of it. People that inspire you to positive action and take action. Set time limits for yourself on social. One of the coaches I follow had said at one point for every hour of current events or any other type of thing that will cause you negative emotion, because let's face it, most current events they show us do not leave us with positive emotions. So if you want to consume that and you have that choice, if you want to consume that, make sure you're balancing it. And she said with two hours of self-coaching for every hour of that. So I thought that was a great illustration of the impact, but I think that goes not only for current events, but things like I love to watch Criminal Minds, but I know if I watch too much of it, I can get in, like it makes me a little anxious and maybe not the most positive feelings and inspirations in my life, even though I think they're brilliant and I love to watch the mystery. Get one of those apps on your phone that tells you how much time you spend where and bite the bullet. Take a look. Find some time to focus on you. You have it. Remove the alerts on your phone. Move the social media apps to the back screen so you have to intentionally go look for them. How many times have you found yourself scrolling social and you didn't don't even know how you got there? Come on, admit it. I can't be the only one. Shake it up. Break the habit train. Clean out your email inbox. Let's make room in there for joy, love, abundance. Anything that is in there not causing you happiness, unsubscribe. 
Now let's make your Sunday a list of learning. Each Sunday or whenever you plan your week, think of the week ahead and what you want to focus on. What will you need to focus on to move toward your goal? Stack your week with knowledge that's going to support that. Will you be challenged wanting to drink all the wine all week? Maybe you listen to some Rachel Hart or someone else that focuses on that topic. Or maybe you need some Corinne in your ear if you think you might be on a food binge. You want to dream really big or any of those topics, you can come listen here. You get the idea, right? If you listen to a podcast a day, which a lot of us do now, be intentional with it. Are you learning from it? Can you take action from it? Is it moving you forward toward your goal? If not, it's recreational, fun time listening, and that's great too. You can do it, but it doesn't count for your intentional goal learning. We want to make sure we get this in each day, at least one small little thing. You can ask the groups you're in what they listen to stay focused on whatever your issue is on the moment. You'll get some great tips and tricks. What about some audible books? What do you want to be inspired on? Find something. Ask people who are doing what you want to do and ask where to start and see what sings to you. I've started books that at one point in my journey, people said were great and I put them down because they didn't sing to me. And then I've picked them back up years later and they're amazing. I have some I can reread over and over and I pick up some new something new out of them every time. What about small inspirational books? These are great, these make like great page a day mini habits to get your mindset in the right place. And you guys know I love a deck of cards. There's all sorts you can learn from and be inspired by. And it's fun to draw one each day as you learn from a card deck. But also as you learn from yourself as it spurs self-reflection and inspiration. What about videos? YouTube, of course. There are other apps you can watch videos on. Like I love the Gaia Network when I want to get into something a little more spiritual to expand my mind. YouTube's great on that too. How about courses? What do you want to learn more about? You'd be surprised how many online courses there are and all kinds of price ranges on all kinds of things. A lot of courses I've taken, I've listened to podcast style, but I like because I have the work to do with it usually. Usually I'll get some PDFs and something I can put into action. You can take all of these things in bite-sized pieces with the time you create for learning to process to support your goals, to keep your mind in the game. She will wander. These horses are constantly seeking for that quick reward to keep you safe. Beat them in the game and get intentional and plan, plan, plan what you will put in your ear. You can still keep it fun. Much like meal planning takes away a lot of the drum over what you'll eat, you'll find you'll love this. Planning what you listen to and what you're going to consume helps you focus on filling your mind with things that help you move toward your goal. And you guys, there's lots of podcasts, lots of books, lots of things we enjoy listening to that help move us toward the goal. And if you're listening to something that you're not enjoying, well, find something you do enjoy. Move on to the next thing. You don't have to finish a book just because you started it. One baby step at a time. All these little things will add up. Even if all the time you can create that day is to Google a good podcast to listen to about creating time while you're going to the bathroom. (laughs) By the way, that'd be the Heart Sing Podcast episode 19 on Einstein time. I am time, in case you're curious.
All right, my loves, my darling witches and bitches, as always, thank you, thank you for giving me the honor of sharing my story with you and potentially passing on some nuggets for your quest, whatever that might be for you. I can't wait to hear all about the magic you're creating in the world. Light and love until next week from Oregon. Slayer out.